are listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Your movie buddy, Ghoul Mike. How are you guys doing? And we have—we will admit, we have been fed after midnight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to get some chicken out of the fridge. Mmm, mm, delicious. <laughs> uh, we are going to be discussing the Gremlins movies, which it feels like a bigger franchise than it is, because it mm-hmm. like I think both of them have such outsized places in, like, childhood for most of us at least those of us right. that grew up in the 80s but there's only two movies and like they're they're very different movies they're just they got definitely different feels for mm-hmm. both of them well because the, the first movie is for about two-thirds of its runtime it's it's very much in the same genre as like critters and yes. like trolls yes. and all that it's the tiny creatures come to the town and try and kill everyone kind of movie um, yeah, t- toes that line of like you know mm-hmm. '80s horror. You know, Critter's mm-hmm. great, great comparison right there. You know, yes. and I, but I think the the thing about this movie is feeling like there's more. Like, I mean, how many Mogwais on suction cups have you seen? And like, right. you know, car, car well, windows your entire life. They've lasted forever. Well, and that's the thing is, the first two thirds of the movie are scary. Like, mm-hmm. it slowly builds its horror and gets you ready, and then people start dying, and there's a lot of like. There's actually some blood and a lot of like gremlin gore and so forth, and they're legitimately scary. And then mm-hmm. two thirds of the way in, all the gremlins that come come out because the gremlins, you know, will do multiply when they get wet. So that one gremlin dives into a pool, and then you have just like a town full of gremlins. Um, mm-hmm. They all go to a movie theater and watch Snow White, and the entire <laughs> tone of the film changes. Like yeah, there's, there's quite the shift there from you know yeah. scary to. Yeah slapstick almost yeah. in a way as i guess how you describe it yeah because like so, so the movie was a little comedic in places like the 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 main character i can't remember his name and it doesn't matter billy Willie, billy thank you. billy 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 there we go billy not willie mm-hmm. billy mm-hmm. billy um billy he had um he, he 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 it's christmas his dad comes home with the perfect present for him which is not um, and it's a mogwai. It's a weird, fuzzy, animal-like thing that kind of sings and can talk and is sentient and really shouldn't have been sold as a pet. And this is kind of wrong. Um, sold by, by the grandchild of a very sickly old Japanese man in some random thrift store in Chinatown. Like, right. definitely screams should not buy. Do not but, buy. Yeah. But cute. How can not buy? If right. not friend, why not? Why friend-shaped kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So then the dad, who's also a, a loser inventor, somehow was able to support a family of three in a nice house in the suburbs on his <laughs> shit inventions. Uh, that do, <laughs> a dual-level home, right? Straight, yeah, straight-up do-not-work inventions ever. They're always terrible. Um, <laughs> like, like, and that's the, some of the comedy there. He brings the mogwai home, and then like he, he says the two rules are don't feed after midnight and don't get mm-hmm. them wet. And then... What does his son do within, like, 12 hours of getting it? He gets it wet, and then he mm-hmm. feeds all but one of them after midnight. Um, mm-hmm. the, the one with a brain, apparently. The, the, the one the, nice the, one, yeah. Yeah, the one that's, like, actually cute. Um, the additional mogwais that pop out, not so cute. Not and definitely evil. a little... A little twisted, you can tell. Um, at least, we'll at least give the Billy a little bit of credit. Is It is Corey Feldman that spills the water onto the mogwai. You know, but, I mean... At, at the same time, you know, you can tell that there's uh, a lot of um, kind of just, you know, teen dumbness going on here. 
the rare movie with only one of the two Corys in it, I will note. <laughs> right, right. This and Goonies, and I'm like, and at that point, the, the, the two Corys started working together, and, like, the evil was palpable on screen and didn't have to be taken up by gremlins. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but then Billy is the, the idiot who's like, oh, you know, it's close to midnight, but not after midnight. I can feed you guys. Dude, yeah. don't. Like, yeah. as the second movie points out, what if they have a little something stuck in their teeth and they swallow it afterwards? And really, who's defining midnight on this scale, too? There's there's so many confusions, and I love this that the second movie points out what we're getting ahead. Um, I mean, it, it's 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 like, you know, they're, they're from a Japanese thrift store or Chinese thrift store. Like, is it midnight in China, midnight right? in Kingston Falls, USA, any town, anywhere kind of thing? Right? But clearly yeah. maybe Northeast. Like, it, it's like, when when does this actually count? Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But the gremlins are scary looking, especially when they start attacking people. They've got their green scaly skin and their fangs and their claws and they've got yeah, that these, good vibe. These ears that just kind of stick out too. Right. It's creepy. Right? And it's great. It's great. Like you're you're actually worried about certain characters and that whether or not they might die. And then, mm. you know, Snow White, and then they go to a bar and are goofy and <laughs> the terror doesn't really come back again until like the last five minutes of the movie, and I'm like, there's a there's a, it's a bit of tonal whiplash here. Yeah, they they go from you know definite like just an, a feeling of unease through the first two thirds of the movie mm-hmm. to that like start of Act Three where it's like kind of weird funny back to like you know throwing you back to like here's some consequence I'm being chased with a fucking chainsaw mm-hmm. kind of thing, and it's like you know they go to a shopping mall. That, or like a little like drugstore thing on the side of, of the of the town where the gremlin breaks in and they're chasing him around there and mm-hmm. he's playing with them and messing with the lights and the and the speakers and stuff. It's it's weird. It's it's very very weird. And I think like like the last act or the last section of the last act is pretty good, but you can definitely tell that the studio put this movie out and then they put out some Mogwai toys and the Mogwai's toys sold really well because they're very merchandisable. Um, and that was what the studio focused on. Not the, the fact that they were actually kind of a, a, a light Christmas horror item. They focused mm-hmm. on the merchandising and the kid-friendly aspect. And that yeah. was what they wanted for the sequel. They were like, do more of this. Do way <laughs> more of this. And credit yeah. to director Joe Dante. That's exactly what he gave them for the sequel. It's, it's you got a lot of like uh, almost like you know space balls the flamethrower like feel from the second one kind of thing like we're gonna lean into the merchandise and merchandising oh yes <laughs> how I, can we sell this more if the first movie is a light kid friendly horror film the mm. second one is straight up a Looney Tunes cartoon <laughs> it just is live action yeah. but cartoon there's no scares to it really at all um. Mm. Because the movie is set in a office tower that's a parody of Trump, but not really Trump, because uh, mm-hmm. the guy has half a brain right. um, and actually cares about people. And um, a full soul. Yeah. Half a brain and a full soul. And a full soul. Um, and then there's a genetics lab in there that just apparently has genetics in beakers, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, so the gremlins, when they show up, because of course they show up, because inevitably they show up in these films. That's mm-hmm. what they're for. Um, mm-hmm. When they show up, they start drinking the genetic stuff, and then we get lots of really weird, fucked up gremlins. And that's the best part of the movie. It's charm, and also it's failing. Is It has a go-for-broke attitude and will do anything for a laugh, but it feels very different from the first movie. 
it does, and it's like they try to maybe throw some scares in there. Like the 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 arachnid gremlin is genuinely pretty scary. Um, you know, with all the the tendrils and the and the eight legs, it's definitely kind of creepy. But then you got the lightning one that's like you know kind of scary if you think about it. But then you get the one that's like got fruit all over his face, and then you got the one that like turns into a girl. Yeah, <laughs> the the sex appeal, I, which I'm really confused by. So I get I I kind of get the genetics of certain things, but. There's genetics for lady? Like, I'm... Yeah. Okay. Estrogen in a beaker. Estrogen in a beaker. Right, I I guess. It's it's very confusing. Um, And then smart gremlin. Oh, my God. Brain, brain, brain Brain gremlin. Brain gremlin. It's just, it's like... <laughs> Civilization. I mean, he's, he is memeably quotable. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we want what you have. Civilization. Like, it's, it's such a great line. <laughs> shoots a guy and he's like, now, was that civilized? No. Fun, <laughs> yes, but not civilized. <laughs> oh, man. The so delivery funny. on his lines. And I mean, yep. credit to them. They knew they had to go over the top. The first one had the Snow White sequence, so they had to find a way. To go mm-hmm. over the top in the second one, and the musical production number of New York, New York. Yeah, um, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that right now because I was ready to talk about the goofy plan on how to trick the gremlins, and I forgot about New York, New York right before that. And yeah. how could I? <laughs> da, 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 da. It's oh so dumb. God. It's so. But at the same time, I do love that one of the characters that's deeply afraid of the gremlins has been for two movies, sees the whole production, and he's like, they're not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Murray. Thank you, Mr. Futterman. Fucking Murray. It's so great. I just, I love Uh, all of that. (laughs) uh, I told you we should have bought a Zenith. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So dumb. But at the same time, the movie lives on because of just how over the top dumb it is like yeah it's just cute it's cute it's funny it mm-hmm. kind of almost feels self-aware in a way without trying to be too serious mm-hmm. um but i mean it it's it definitely has a different tonal swing than the first movie serious kind of horror-ish to you know oh, yeah. slapstick comedy slapstick fun. it's so it's so very different it, despite the fact that they got christopher lee in there it is not a horror movie at all there's nothing yeah, scary yeah. about it it's funny it's straight. Mm-hmm. It's straight comedy. It's just funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it. I like it. Um, but it's also the thing of like one. It's it, it's the thing of how do you top this movie when you've already like done everything you could in this one, you know? And the first mm-hmm. one, the first one did two hundred and twelve million on an eleven million dollar budget. So right. like a sequel was called for. The sequel had a budget of upwards of fifty million and did. million. It was not well received. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I love this movie. It is shit. (laughs) (laughs) This this movie came out in 1990, uh, The Gremlins 2. And, you know, I loved it as a kid because it was, you know, the second Gremlin movie. But it is a piece of shit on every level as far as like trying to make this like it almost felt like they were trying to maybe do franchise and then decided, Mm -hmm. oh, no, wait, our our bread and butter is like, you know, selling this as novelties more so mm-hmm. than selling this as a movie franchise mm-hmm. yeah so they, they 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 did all of this and you could tell like a lot of these characters were included for merchandising bat gremlin yeah. spider gremlin uh, mm-hmm. brain gremlin with the cute little glasses you can pose on him lady gremlins for the girls mm-hmm. you know like all of that plus mogwai yeah, yeah. gizmo mogwai 
I had a, a at least one or two gizmo little dolls as yeah. a child, um, yeah. for sure. So, I mean, they got my money, well, my, my mother's money as mm. a child. So merchandising, Wait, full effect, hits homes here, yes. Yeah, and then they had video games. There was the Nintendo and the Game Boy game for at least Gremlins 2, which I think they played fairly similar, I don't know. They were hard as shit. I remember that one. Yeah, the I remember the the cool part of the um the video game of the was the when you got the um the shooting the flaming bow and arrow that mm-hmm. you would get with you know that was fun. There, you would throw a tomato. I think was you know one of your weapons to play as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a plat uh, an over the top kind of platformer thing, but it was definitely a difficult game mm. and did not handle very well. I want to say Sunsoft handled it, and they did not. They did not yeah. care whether a kid made it through the first level or not, let alone even deep into the game. It was just unrelenting pain. Yeah, quite a difficult game for mm-hmm. what it was. I remember beating it at some point as a child, but I remember mm-hmm. it was not easy. Um, but at least it wasn't a very long game. It, I, it had maybe like five levels or something like that, but it was not a forgiving game to play. Which is why it was hard, because that was mm-hmm. how they, they padded out their games. We'll give you a half an hour of actual gameplay but we'll make it so hard it's going to take you a week to get through it. Exactly, yeah. yeah it's the, the, the quote-unquote Nintendo hard that companies did, which was just <laughs> unfun. And then <laughs> essentially the franchises just lay fallow for a long, long time after this. Uh, mm-hmm. That movie, done in, as you said, 1990, uh, yeah. basically killed the franchise until, I mean, they were talking about a potential sequel in 2013, 2017 mm. and then finally like they did they just started working on i think for hbo max uh the uh secrets of the mogwai which is an animated show for kids which i mean mm-hmm. they're, they're they're catering to their wheelhouse you know they they, they know who's going to be watching this and who's going to be doing the merchandising yeah um yeah but yeah no this is i don't know i like when you've when you've peaked with number two, how do you go any further, right? Like, I like agreed. <laughs> two gremlins, too furious. This one, that's for <laughs> sure. You know, I, I feel like there's maybe some. I mean, I, I will optimistically probably check this out at some point because it does have Spielberg attached to it, and I will check out most anything Spielberg does. Sure. Um, but I do not have the most tremendous of hopes that this will rekindle what I felt as a child. The cartoon. I'll put it, yeah. I'll put it that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. No, it. it well, you maybe gotta have fun. the original creators. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But if you don't have the original creators, if you don't have Joe Dante in here, the director who just made the the movies so wild and weird, like how how do you how do you just do, you just don't you just you just don't. Let's just be honest. Writer so. actually though, Chris Columbus of the first movie first one, will yep. have will have a part of this as well. Uh, it mm-hmm. seems to be. Um, and so Columbus in there and Spielberg, I'll, I'll probably check it out. But I mean, I, you telling me, I knew we were talking about this and I mm-hmm. had gremlins one and two, like I've seen mm-hmm. them many, many times. I played the video game. I didn't know about this till you mentioned it. So I looked it up while we were doing this and I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I hadn't heard. So seeing the names attached to this actually gives me some pause for maybe this will be okay. Maybe. maybe. I have my doubts. I have my doubts. <laughs> I just, I have my doubts. Yeah. Cause they, it's, it, it, mm. anyway. <laughs> <sighs> it's 
This has been Not So Life from Asteroid G. I may have eaten after midnight. I'm not sure about you, Mike. Did you? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go grab a snack beforehand and just make sure I don't turn into a cocoon, yeah. <laughs> do not, do, don't get this podcast wet. Don't listen to it after midnight. <laughs> and do not, do not expose me to direct sunlight either. It's... Oh. You know, actually, just don't expose me to direct sunlight in general. It's, ooh, uh. <laughs> Give me some shade. I burn easy. <laughs> yes. yeah. My fair skin. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you all next time. <laughs>